0: There'll be a short synopsis in English, and also there'll be a link there to become a monthly supporter to make this show possible. Um, please tap the link in that description or visit anchor.fm slash gelb to become a monthly supporter. Thank you very much for listening, and I hope you enjoy. We're on page Samechtes 69, um, the top three lines from the top. We're just talking about the idea of Das. That um, the main idea of tefillah is kavana saliv. That means the direction of the heart, directing your heart towards to Hashem. Which means that you should be totally attached to godliness, to escape the confines of the physicality of your body, and to be totally given over to Hashem. And this type of connection is only possible through through das. Which das is not just acqu- acquiring more knowledge, rather it means a recognition and a feeling, um, <clears throat> like a, like. David said to his son "Da What does mean? Da. David Melech should have let his son know about godliness. He says Da means you no know, connect, and that's something you have to do on your own. You have to meditate and focus on the knowledge you already have to come to a real connection. <coughs> he explained that the idea difference between chachma bina is and shmiya is sight and 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 hearing, and the chachma is hearing is bina. So when a person sees something, it's, he sees the essence of it, he sees the actual thing. Whereas when you hear about it and you understand it, you only get the existence of the thing, but not the essence of it. And therefore, the way that you're affected by what you see is a lot deeper, whereas when you just hear about something, it's not, it doesn't really take you as much, it doesn't grasp your whole being. And similarly with the, the the seeing of the mind's eye, that's also when you come to a very deep meditation on something to the extent that you actually see it, you can picture it in your mind. Um... Like when a person um picturing a, a simcha which is coming up and he really, really pictures it really well and he deepens, in, he deepens his thought about it, he fixes his whole thought on it, then it's as if the thing has already come. He feels like the same feeling as if he's actually at that simcha. Um, but when his, when his knowledge is just in a way of understanding and not in a deep connection to it, so he doesn't have that same feeling. And that's what it says <coughs> that... Look. It says, "Look at three things, and you won't come to sin." It uses the word "look" and not think about three things, because when you come to this level of really understanding these things in a deep way, whereas if you're seeing them, you're seeing these facts that may, that you came from a, a putrid drop, and you're going to be giving an accounting before Hashem, then you will never come to really uh, to sin. Three lines at the top of K'mayah. And just on and similarly, even the in the meditation about the one, the true oneness of Hashem, that Hashem is the only true existence. even in even though you understand the idea very well, and you, not only do you understand it really well, you understand all the concept and all the analogies about it, and you understand how it makes sense that Hashem is the only true existence, and everything is really nullified to Him, and nothing compared to Him all and in addition to that you also have a deep faith in in because of your godly soul, which is literally a part of Hashem, you have a deep faith that this in this truth, that Hashem is one. Um nevertheless, mm-hmm. when you're holding at a level of just hearing about this idea, meaning just an a external more understanding of the concept and not a true um deep Connection, attachment to the concept. So, uh, right away, after you finish thinking about the idea during davening or whatever, whenever you are focusing on this idea, you right away afterwards you forget about the whole idea. When you're thinking about the oneness of Hashem at that very moment, that's when you have a little bit of excitement. You're affected a little bit by that contemplation. But afterwards, he stops thinking about this concept. He turns already to the ways of his his uh, desires. He turns back to his, to his lusts and his physical desires. As if the thing didn't even affect him at all. Only in that moment he got a little excited. But afterwards, you see, he forgets about the whole concept to the extent that he goes to the opposite side. But when a person reaches through his deep meditation on this idea of the oneness of Hashem, you know, when he reaches the seeing of the eye of his mind, uh, like we said before, which is the idea of Ri'iyah of chokma, to the extent which you actually, you actually feel, you see the picture of the idea in your mind, and you feel as if it's right there in front of you. Oh, so Nigbat and and then you become totally attached and connected to the idea of, and therefore you never forget about it, and therefore it affects you the whole day. Um, so the, the, the intermediary, the middle level between and bina between this riya of chokhmah, the sight of your mind and the understanding, is bchinas bchinas is the recognition, which is the uh, recognition as if you actually see the concept and you start feeling it and you really identify with it. The like we said before, the idea of das is the connection. That what does that mean? That you connect your mind. Um, very, very strongly in this um, the contemplation, this meditation, to know the idea and to truly feel it, and to identify with it, and to also know what is this idea and how is this idea. So in order to come, so between Chachma and Bina is this idea of, of the Das, the Midah the Mutsas, mean and Bina, is Das. So chachma is when you have this true sight of the concept. Bina is just have a an understanding of the details of the concept, and das is that kind of between which brings them both together. The chacham and bina, the understanding, it takes the understanding and transforms it into a real feeling and a deep, um, as if you're actually seeing the concept and you identify with it. You feel like it's your concept. <coughs> so that's the idea of das, and we we're talking about das because we said that the whole idea of tefillah of prayer is das and. That's the way why it's connected to the um, to the spinal cord, which goes all the way up to the part of your brain, which is connected to das. So, and as we said, the mitzvahs uh, require in kavana intention. And what is this idea of the kavana? It's the the intention to draw down the infinite energy of Hashem through the mitzvahs. And because if you just rely on just doing the mitzvah, it just draws down the more external light, which relates to the limited vessels of the mitzvahs. But you have to have a deep intention to draw down this deeper, higher, more sublime divine energy. And so, how do you draw down that infinite energy of Hashem through a mitzvah? Is through um, tefillah. Tefillah, the prayer, is what creates this general intention for the whole day when you do your mitzvah. And so, tefillah is the level of das, is the attachment, the connection. And we explain that what is uh, das also relates to this level of godliness, which transcends the limited vessels. And that's why Tefillah is the level of Das, which is the inner intention of all the mitzvahs. That through that, through reaching Das and your Tefillah, uh, attachment to Hashem through davening, you're able to draw down this sublime energy, which godly energy, which uh, transcends limitation of the vessels to make a real dirba Achtoinim, a dwelling place for Hashem in this world. So and then we went to explain the whole idea of Tefillah being Das, a direct, Kavana Saleh, directing your whole being to Hashem, and that's only possible through Das. And we explained bina. And now our das is this idea of the bringing together of both the sight of chokhmah and the understanding of bina. So it's not the das is not just the knowledge of the concept. Rather, it's when you take this deep knowledge that you already have on the concept and you focus on it to such an extent that you start to feel it and you start to feel like you identify with the concept. but It's your concept. So. We said that das is the idea to know and to feel eich umahu how and what is this concept. So the idea of what, how, and what is this concept? This idea of eich umahu yesh also exists within intellect wuhu inyan ha'iyun and that's the idea of iyun when you when you intellectually delve into a concept and look into it really deeply. Um, that's the idea of you know knowing what is the concept, how is this concept. So this is a, something which exists also outside of the idea of das of, you know, connection and recognition. But the difference is that in das, the, when you're, re- you're reaching that, you're thinking about what this concept is and how the concept is, you, it's a different, it's not, it's not, it's not an intellectual um, delving into a concept, it's actually a Hergish it's a deep feeling that you come to about this concept. margish that which the, 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 the soul is able to feel and sense the concept through, by means of, the intellect. But it's not an intellectual delving. It's you're using your intellect to delve and to deepen, to focus deeply on this concept in order that you should start to feel it and identify with it. And this refers to the attachment of the soul to this idea, to know how this concept is, all the and what it is, the essence of it. And through... That deepening, that deep focusing on the concept, and to know to know what it is and how it is, then you come to a hakadabim muhusadavr, a recognition uh, of the essence of the matter. Like we said, by re'ia of chokhmah, when you when you see it with your eye, of, the eye of your mind, you see the essence of the thing. Just like when you see something with your physical eyes, you see the actual thing itself, and not just that you know the existence of it. You see what it is. So too with das, you can reach that same. That that same seeing, the like picturing of the actual essence of that godly concept you're you're contemplating on, um, even though um, das is actually not a true concept, the true idea of reia, of the seeing with the eye of your mind, which we said that before, we said that relates to Chachma. Because uh, das says in the parenthesis is more grasped than the actual um, the actual vessel of your mind more than the the seeing of of, of yeah, the seeing of Chochmah. So the initial flash of the concept, which is chachma, you see the pure essence of the concept, you see what the concept is, even though you can't understand it, you can't explain it yet, but you do see the pureness of the concept before you've actually, and the reason is because you haven't really brought it down into your personal um, understanding, your personal brain. The more that you bring it down and you enclose the idea into your, you know, your brain, into your understanding, you personalize it, you start taking it out of its essential, the essential point of the concept. So Das is also bringing, it's already after you've already brought the concept down to Bina and then to the extent you've deepened on it and you've really come to feel it in a deep way because you've focused on it even more with your intellect. So you can only come to Das through Bina, through bringing down the concept into your own intellect, into your own way of understanding and relating to it. Whereas Chochmah, as before, it's become limited by your understanding. You're just seeing the essential, pure point of the concept. So therefore, um, even though that Das is not true seeing of the essence of the concept, whereas Chochmah really is, because it still hasn't come down to be limited by your personal understanding. Um, <speaking> Nevertheless, it's not, it's still not, it's also you can't define Das as being just a, a comprehension of the of the concept, which is Bina real more. It's rather, it's a recognition of the essence of what this real concept, the essence of the concept. And through reaching a recognition of the essence of the concept through Das, even though it's not a true sight of the concept, but through really seeing and Feeling, you know, through uh, recognizing the essence of this concept, you become you become attached, and connected through this um, recognition with all the with all the senses of your body to that godly idea, which you're thinking about, and therefore, when you become totally connected through das, you start to feel this concept and become attached to it, and your whole all the senses of your body. It takes over your whole existence when you, when you reach a das in this concept. Whereas Chokhmah, it's still more ethereal, it's more above your personal understanding. Therefore, it hasn't taken over your whole existence yet. When you bring it down through Bina and then understanding and with analogies and explaining it to yourself, and then you really focus on the idea to the extent that you can picture it through das, that's going to get you to a whole other level. It's going to take over your whole existence now, to the extent you're not going to be able to forget about it because you've internalized it, you've made it part of who you are, you've connected to it, you've identified with the concept. And therefore, you're not shy, if You're not relevant. You're not connected to any other anything else in the world except for this concept, this this connection to godliness, which you have reached through the das. Now we can return to this. the whole idea of prayer, which we said before is the level of das. Like we said before, that prayer is not one of the. It's not one of the um, mitzvahs of the Torah. Mm, but not because it's uh, lower than the mitzvahs, or because it's lacking some type of uh, superiority, but rather because it is the general intention behind all the mitzvahs. The eighteen blessings of the of the are parallel to the eighteen uh, vertebrae of the spine, and the and the spinal cord. It's not from one of the. It's not counted one of the two hundred forty eight uh, organs because it really it's what causes all the organs to stand and to be sustained. So, too, tefillah is not one of the mitzvahs. It, rather, it's, the, it's what causes all the mitzvahs to be infused with, uh, with, their pro, with their purpose. That through the mitzvahs, you'll be able to draw down the revelation of the infinite essence of Hashem. And then we said, because tefillah is a level of das, and that's why the spinal cord is drawn down from that part of your brain, the back of your brain, which is connected to the das. And now, we say, coming back to this is the idea, we said tefillah is the kavanah saleh, attachment, direction of your heart to Hashem. So, this is the idea that Through davening, a proper davening, meaning contemplation of all the different verses, in the, that to speak about the greatness of Hashem and the contemplation of what we say during Shema Hashem Echad, the oneness of Hashem, that He's the only true existence, and also through contemplating before you actually start praying, like it says in other places in this before you actually start. You think about something that you've learned, a mimer and a a deep idea of a and you focus your mind on it, and you explain it to your animal soul, you explain it to yourself in the way that your animal soul will be able to understand it. That's the idea of yisbeinunus, that's the idea of real tefillah according to chassidist. So that's how you come to a real das, an attachment, and a feeling of the greatness of Hashem. And through that, reaching that das, that attachment to the greatness of Hashem, through prayer, you can direct your whole being, your whole heart to Hashem. Copy myla to the above. Shash the become totally attached to godliness. And you're not it's not possible you, to, for you to be connected to anything else in physical and anything else, just to Hashem, because you reach this real das which causes your whole being to be taken over by that you 're contemplating and that 's why tefillah is the general intention of all the mitzvahs that through the attachment that you reach through prayer you arouse and you draw down the essence of the, the essence the infinite essence of Hashem which is above. The, being confined and limited by vessels, that this infinite essence, which is usually above vessels, should shine and be drawn down within the vessels of the mitzvists. So now you're fulfilling both both conditions in order to make a deal of In order to draw down the essence of Hashem, you have to have the idea of Das, which is said that Das is above the 10 spheres because it relates to the energy of Hashem, which, can, which um, transcends the limitations of the vessels, the limitations of the whole, say, the ishtals. So in order to draw down the essence of Hashem, you have to attach your whole being to Hashem through prayer, through the contemplation and the attachment and the idea of das and prayer. That draws down and awakens the essence of Hashem. And then when you actually do the physical mitzvah with the physical object, you create you, you fulfill the second condition, which is to make the physical objects, the takhtanim, into proper vessels to receive that revelation of Godliness. So, that is the idea of prayer being the general intention of all the mitzvahs, which the general intention is to draw down the essence of Hashem, and prayer allows you to draw down that essence through the idea of das of prayer, the attachment to Hashem, to the, to the essence of Hashem, which truly transcends all of creation. Behine yadua, it's known. More specifically, there's actually two levels within this idea of das. As it says in the verse, Hashem is a god of knowledge. Um, meaning Hashem knows everything. Uh, the simple explanation. In the deeper sense, why does the verse say Deyos? It should have said, He killed Das Hashem. Hashem is a god of knowledge. It says Deyos, which is a plural. So that implies that Das Elyum and Das There's two levels of Das. The supernal, the higher level Das, and the lower level Das. Das Elyum. So, what is the higher level Das? The supernal level of Das. In the higher level of Das is to is the that everything which is above, which is higher, is more of a true existence, and everything which is lower is more of nullified and, and doesn't have a true existence to it. The that everything before Hashem is considered as nothing. So that's Das Elyin, the higher level of knowledge, that, which is the knowledge of the truth of Hashem's existence, the ultimate truth that compared to Hashem in his essence, how he totally transcends existence. Everything that is down here, even the highest spiritual worlds, are all considered as Ain. They're all considered as nothing. Uh, Hashem is the only true yesh, the only true existence. And the closer, the higher you go up, the closer you get to that true existence. Das in the lower level of knowledge, is hu yesh ulemai Ain. That the Das in the lower level of knowledge, is the way that uh, it's seen, so to say from our low human perspective, is that down here we see the world as an existence, yesh, and the myla and godliness is ayin, it's above our existence. We see it as a non-existence in our world. We can't, we can't understand it, we can't connect to it. Sha'olam humbim yesh, which means that the world is an existence that feels its own identity. <laughs> but there is a godly energy which is creating this existence, and therefore this existence is totally nullified to Hashem, but it has its own existence, but that existence is nullified. Whereas Das Elion is there is no existence in the first place. It's all nullified before Hashem's essence so Das Elin and Das Tachttin are uh, they really the two perspectives from where you' from where you're looking at are you're looking at it from Hashem's essence or are you're looking at it from either from the godly energy which the the more contracted limited energy which can enclose into the worlds and that from that perspective uh the world exists because that is the light level of godliness which leaves room, so to say, for the feeling of um, for the worlds, because that whole energy's purpose is to create limited worlds. So therefore, from that perspective, that energy, the worlds exist, but they're nullified to that energy which gives them their life force every moment. But from the perspective of Hashem's essence, how he is before he's let out that more contracted energy, everything before Hashem in that essence is nothing, because he totally transcends the whole realm of existence. And therefore, there's two different perspectives how to see creation. Is it um, it's all yesh but is it Um, or is it ayin mi yesh? Is it that the existence, the physical world is the existence because you're looking at it from the lower perspective, das takhtin, the way that we see it or the way that the godly energy that is contracted, godly energy sees it, that the world is in existence and everything which is above, uh, you know, godliness which is above, the higher levels of godliness are ayin, they're non-existent because they're too high for us to uh, understand and connect to, or you're looking at it from the higher perspective of Hashem's essence where as the true existence is the yesh, is Shem and everything that He creates is iron is nothing compared to Him. So the idea is, to explain this idea even more, the idea of das the, the supernal, higher level of knowledge, the higher perspective, how um, Shem is the true yesh, and everything below Him. Everything that he created is really ayn, Is really nothing compared to him, and and has no true existence. So Das the shem That that reality exists within the name of Havaya. Like it says, the truth of Hashem is forever. Or Emes uses the name of Havayah. So that and it says the the ultimate truth of Havaya. Um, is forever, so that may, that implies that this ultimate truth of the Da'as the supernal the knowledge, the perspective from Hashem's perspective, that is the ultimate truth, is signified by name the name all Which and like Rashi explains on the verse in Parshas says, "In My name, Havaya, I have not become known to them with that name." To the Avais of Yitzchak Yaakov, Rashi says, Lady mm-hmm. I have not become known to them, recognized by them with my uh, by way of my true um true character, my true attribute. So and that Pasuk says, specifically the name of vayat. And Rashi explains that what is the vayed? The Amidas Amitis, the true characteristic, the true Attribute of Hashem. So again, we see the idea of Havaya relating to the Emes, the ultimate truth of Das Eliyin, the supernal knowledge of Shem's perspective. That from the perspective of Shem Havaya, from the perspective, from the on account of the Shem Havaya, the, the name of Hashem which is Yud ke-vav ke- and it's essentially the, it's impossible to. It be an existence of any of any, anything that feels itself separate and independent from godliness. That's from the perspective of Shem Avayat, which is, we said before, that is the ultimate truth of Hashem's perspective. So to say, looking at it from, a, from above to below. Um, and the fact that there was created an existence that feels itself separate from godliness, that's on that's, that's account of the name of Elikim. That comes from the idea of Elikim, which is the name of Hashem, which connotes the idea of contraction, concealment, of uh, judgment. Shemastir al Shemavaya, which the whole idea of Shem Elikim is to conceal the revelation of the truth of Shemavaya. Um, like it says in the, the verse, it says, Shemesh um, a Elikim. Sor- a su- the sun and its shield are the names Havaya and Elikim. So Havaya is compared to like the sun, which just shines the revelation of the essence of godliness. And Elikim is like the sheath, the shield, that shields the sun's energy, that the world should be able to withstand that energy and to receive it. And that's Elikim. It's the contraction of that that unlimited revelation of Shem However, when in truth there is this idea which is expressed in the verse um, which literally translates as without me there's no other God besides me there's no other God but it uses the name Elikim here it implies that when there is no when there is no um, from Hashem's perspective from Hashem's perspective there is no real contraction Uh, nothing conceals Hashem Hashem cannot uh, one an entity cannot conceal itself, so Hashem, there's obviously no concealment on from Hashem's perspective on His energy, that or that there really is a revelation of the essence of Hashem's energy, haray and when there is that revelation, there is there cannot be an existence that feels itself separate from Hashem that feels its own independent existence. Um, so, so. If, when when in truth there is either when there is this revelation of just the shame of ayah, um there there cannot be a there cannot be an existence of a, uh, that feels itself separate from godliness. Or you could say that this means that that from my perspective, really from Hashem's perspective, there is no such thing as Eliqim. There is no concealment on him. Um, and that's from Hashem's perspective, the real, the whole, the whole idea of tzimtzum, of contraction, of concealment of godliness, only is from our lowly perspective, which we are enclosed in a physical body, and we see, we don't see that revelation of, of the shame of Aya, Hashem's true attribute. But really, from Hashem's perspective, there is a revelation of this name of Ayah, and therefore, from Hashem's perspective, is everything before Him is as if it doesn't exist. And this is the idea of avay echhod, um the idea of Hashem's true oneness, that Hashem is one, Malmatulamailah from below to above, from the perspective, from our perspective, uh looking upwards. So Bikina's Avaya Mal Mailulamato, um and the the unity or the the unity of Hashem from Ash Mal from above to below from Hashem's perspective, is that everything that was created really is godliness. When it says that, from my perspective, there is no such thing as alikim, as contraction, concealment, the intention is not that there is no there is no such thing as concealment, God forbid, master, a master. There is no such thing as the Elikim, the name of Elikim, in the sense that it conceals from Hashem, on Hashem. And there really is true, there truly is a revelation of Shem of Nevertheless, there still is this idea of the name of Elikim, it's just a, a garment that covers over the name of a garment that covers over the name of and uh, therefore, we could say it's possible to say that there is a, there was created a world, in a such a, a fashion uh, that, it that it wasn't a Draga, that it wasn't step by step creation because the, the name of the Kim is a garment that conceals, on the the true revelation of the infinite revelation of Shem Avay. Master Klau in being that the true the, tr- the truth. The name of the king really doesn't conceal on this name this infinite revelation of Hashem's essence, And from Hashem's perspective there really is a revelation of Hashem's true attribute of mau Avaya. If so, then what is the creation? Are you So the truth the truth is, from Hashem's perspective, the truth of all creation is that it's just the whole world is godliness. It's totally nullified to the essence of Hashem. So we're just saying that this idea of the when we said at the beginning, the explanation is that Das el is from the perspective of Shem Avaya, Shem's true, um, which, which signifies Shem's true essence. That from the Shem's, from this Avaya and from the, es- the essence of this idea of Avaya, of Shem's essence, it's impossible to be existence of so something that uh, feels itself separate. And that separateness only comes about through the contraction, the concealment of the, of the name el which conceals the true reality of Avaya, but when there, but when the, the, but in truth, uh, from Hashem's perspective, there really is no, there really is no idea of a likim, Uh because not, Hashem doesn't. There's nothing that can conceal Hashem's essence. He is found everywhere. Um, there's no, there's no place void of Him. Therefore, in truth, there really is no such thing as an existence of a yesh, of an separ- existence which feels itself independent from godliness. It's only from his lowly perspective that he feels like that, but in truth, from Hashem's perspective, there is no separateness. And then it says, This is the idea of the oneness of Hashem, that the Hashem is the only true existence from our, from the way that we see it. Um, but... What the 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 the, the um, oneness of Hashem, that Hashem is only true existence from from Hashem's perspective, is is it's that everything that was created is godliness. not that there is no such thing, uh, that there is no such thing as an existence at all. That really it wasn't created from the perspective of Hashem Rather, no, that there is a creation, but that creation is itself is godliness. So when it says me baladei elikim it doesn't mean that there is no such thing as Elikim. There is no such thing as this divine energy which contracts and relates to worlds. Rather, it just means that there's, from Hashem's perspective, there is no such thing as the Elikim in the sense that it conceals His essence. And there really is a true revelation of havaya, of Hashem's true essence. Um, so there really is a Shem Elikim, but it's just a lavouche. it's just the external garment, so to say, for havaya. Um, so, therefore, we can say that there was a creation of a world, and this creation was not in a way of step-by-step creation. being that the name of the name is the external garment to it, Um and being that the aid of the Master being that the name of the compared to Hashem's essence, it really doesn't conceal Hashem at all. And there is a true, or there is a revelation of Shemavaya, so therefore, what is this creation which was, which was created, which we just said that there there is a creation, nevertheless, they hold the existence of that creation, like I said at the beginning of this little section is everything which is created is godliness um not totally clear on that little paragraph it seems to be switched around it's, it, it says in the, it says that this is a vaya echol, the oneness of Hashem from our perspective but it just finished saying that there is no such thing there really is no such thing as an existence a separate existence and that that would seem to be a vaya from, Hashem's, from Hashem's perspective and then it, should see, it seems to say that afterwards the oneness of Hashem it says, but it seems like it should say, from our perspective, is that no, that there is a creation. But that creation which exists, its whole existence, what is it? It is shema vayat. It is godliness. What is the lower level das, the lower perspective? So, Das Elie, you know, you just said at the beginning, of this section is Shem Havaya from the perspective of Shem Havaya. That's just how from the revelation of Hashem's essence, how it is in its pure state. But Das Tachting is from the aspect, from the perspective of Shem how it shines through the concealment of Shem but we said before that from Hashem's perspective there really is no Elikim, there is no concealment on His Essence. So what does it mean then, now what we're saying that there is a concealment on the Shem Ayah, from the perspective of Das Tachtin, when it says, The specific nuance of the verse, the diuk, is from Dai, from my perspective. But from our, from our perspective, there is a concealment on Godliness. Hashem did make it so that it should the world should seem like it's a separate existence, and we should we should feel in our in our, at least in our perspective in our feeling we should feel ourselves separate. And therefore, there's only a contracted ray of um, the level of avaya which shines through that that concealment of the Sheim El And from the perspective of this contracted, limited ray of God, then the existence of it does have a certain importance to it. It's possible to speak about an existence of an independent existence. But that independent existence, that existence which does feel itself separate, is created by a godly energy every moment, and therefore it's totally nullified to that energy. But since we're talking about uh, the perspective of the lower, contracted, limited ray of godliness, which relates to worlds on each each, each world-specific level, therefore it gives a certain importance to, le- to worlds, because it actually goes down to their level to relate to them, and to enliven them in, in according to their capacity. So the worlds do have a certain importance and a certain mitzius, a certain existence, but that existence is created every moment by a godly energy, therefore that existence is totally voided, as nothing is nullified compared to that godly energy. But this is still the lower perspective of das takhtin, of the lower knowledge, that meaning that that um, das elin is that from the Shem's true essence, the perspective of before Hashem there is no true existence hashem 's essence is totally removed from worlds, and compared to that essence, there is no really existence. but from the lower perspective is no there, there is a level of godliness which relates to worlds which gives worlds an existence and a certain importance. but since their whole existence comes from hashem 's energy, therefore they are totally nullified to Hashem The last line on the page the so the idea of das like we said until now. The general idea of das of recognition is not just knowledge, gaining more knowledge. Rather, it's the idea of connection, of feeling, uh, really identifying with whatever you're, which whatever you're contemplating. So it's the Hakarva gosha, it's the recognition and the feeling of the koyachaliki of the godly energy, mahavishesh, which feel, which which creates the existence. So the idea of das on this level, on this lower level, where the worlds do have a certain existence but they're nullified to the godly energy within them, is, is really focusing your mind and trying to feel that godly energy within the physicality, within every, within every physical um, creation. And the And through DAS, you can totally become connected and attached to that godly energy within everything, like we spoke about before but since we're talking about the, the level of das tachtin, from our perspective, our lowly human perspective, it's only you, you're, you're only connecting to the godly energy the contracted energy, which already leaves room for a, for a feeling of separateness, and therefore it's only bitulayesh. it's only the lower level of, of nullification of all existence, which is called the nullification of the existence, so you're getting connected to a to a, to a godly energy which r- leaves room for existence, and therefore you're also going to be affected. When you really truly connect in your mind to this, to this godly energy within worlds, it will bring about by you also a feeling of, of being totally nothing before Hashem. But no, but your, it's your existence is totally nullified before Hashem. There is still, it, leaves, it still leaves, leaves room for your existence, your independence. But that independent existence, which you have, is going to be totally nullified because you're totally attached to that energy, which also experiences that same reality of being, uh, of leaving room for existence, but being totally nullified to the godly energy within it. We're at the top of page I uh, first line on the page. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the new podcast, Chesidus. This is Levi Gelb. And if anyone has any questions or any thoughts or feedback, please feel free to email me at rabbigelb at gmail.com. Also, please check out my website, chesidisonline.org, and sign up for our weekly email to receive a Mimer Mavur, explanation on a Mimer from Tehrer Lukute Tehrer, almost every week and there you'll also find a, an archive for all our other or older maimar that we've already explained on the weekly parsha on the Yom Tavim. And also you'll notice in the description for this week's episode and for every week's episode a little link to become a monthly supporter, a partner in this uh, for this podcast. Please consider doing that. It will help greatly to allow the episodes to continue and to make them better. And you can also dedicate an episode in honor of memory of something or of a simcha. And to do that, please email, email me at RabbiGelb at gmail. And we can mention that at the beginning and at the end of, every, of that episode. Thank you very much.